Welcome to Astro Botanica Podcast, Herbal Astrology Perspectives, bridging the gap between botanical life and the cosmos, delving into magic, alchemy, astrology, and all things holistic, guiding you to your own unique vitality. Hello, beautiful beings. Welcome to this episode of Astro Botanica. I know it's been a minute, a little more than a minute since I've done a podcast here. Just sifting through the chaos and also feeling clarity through that chaos as well been feeling so clear lately and really in flow and flow with allowing what wants to leave my life to let it go and to let the things that want to come in show up and embrace opportunities and really go at it with um, you know, that Aries energy, we just shifted out of Aries season. So it was very much of that Mars energy of action, initiation, more of like a masculine energy. And so we have now shifted into Taurus season, which is more feminine, much more feminine energy. And I would say that that's a theme that I will be discussing in this podcast is the present energies um, and some of the astrological events that are leading up to this Scorpio super pink full moon on Sunday the 26th. And also just speaking to what I feel is present for myself and the collective and I feel like that has a lot to do with this polarity of feminine and masculine energies. I recorded a podcast yesterday with my divine soul sister, goddess, creatrix, Isabella. Her Instagram is prayers of destiny. And I will also be sharing that podcast on my Instagram account as well. And you can also find it on her Spotify where she does her podcast of Prayers of Destiny. So that one we discussed the polarities of masculine and feminine energies and how they are being expressed right now. And also the, I would say the past history of those energies. So as I was driving a couple of days ago, just a bit of a side story, I received somewhat of a download or vision or awareness to how the masculine energy has been desensitized through the course of time. And, you know, both the masculine and feminine energies and archetypes have been conditioned and programmed into a very specific role and persona 
in a way, um, you know, as we grow up, we are conditioned to believe or follow this guideline or this this book of expectations around what that should look like like what what does it mean what does it look like to be a woman to be a man and i feel like a lot of the masculine conditioning was around emotional awareness of that expressing one's emotions or being emotional is a sign of weakness and to not cry to not express your emotions and so I feel like that space wasn't really held for the masculine at that time like as a child or growing up and of course this is different for everyone um, growing up because we all do so differently in different ways different upbringings different families but for the most part I feel like a lot of the general conditioning of either polarities have been quite um quite common as far as themes go for both both sides and of course we we all have masculine and feminine energies in us but I'm more so in this case speaking directly to um like feminine as women and masculine as men so with that being said um just bringing awareness to that presently i feel that there is a lot of feminine energy uh, emerging and being expressed right now through the feminine and also through the masculine as well and i felt called to share this because I am experiencing present day how I guess some of the masculine energy is, I wouldn't say struggling, but in a way navigating in the dark on how to express their emotions and speak to that and like actually dig deeper into that. And I feel like that's like a huge component in transformation and just you know the alchemizing of energy is to have that emotional awareness and to dig deeper into that and to utilize the tools to do so and so Isabella and I touched on having a journal as like a profound tool for reflection because Journaling has allowed me to empty the thoughts in my mind and organize them in a way that is productive and beneficial because we can hold a lot of weight in our minds. And so reflecting that into a journal can help you to organize and really reflect on the thoughts that actively occupy your mind and if they actually are true to you, if they actually resonate, and if they don't, then how can you alchemize and shift those thoughts into ones that do and ones that do serve you and actually ring true for you? So that was a piece of advice that we offered is to have a journal for that reflection and um, also kind of correlating with that 
that for the masculine to also embody this feminine energy and to allow it in a way is to also for the masculine to drop in, to settle in and to open, to receive the feminine in a way that, you know, the feminine has so much wisdom to share, so much guidance and so much to offer. And so it's a beautiful act of dropping into your feminine to open to receive that, to open and receive the feminine and what she has to share, to open and receive the feminine expressing her masculine energy through that direct communication. So, and you know, this goes for anyone who identifies with masculine energy and even for the women, the feminine out there to listen to your feminine your feminine energy and the roles in your life to allow yourself to open and receive that. And that creates a beautiful harmony to receive and then to also be filled up and then to penetrate that, that energy with that inspired action. So that's a bit of a preface to the energies that are present now and that bridges into speaking more to the astrological events that are present now mid-April it's April 20th and there's a lot of Taurus energy present and Venus is the ruler of Taurus and Venus is all about love and finances beauty and anything to do with pleasure and abundance. And Taurus is also an energy that experiences through the senses and perceives life through the senses. So it's a very sensual and feminine energy that is here with us. And so I would like to touch down on some of the events and transits that have occurred mid-April so that you kind of have a bit of an understanding of the energies that we have been experiencing, what is still present, and also like what we're heading towards. So the end result, I guess you could say, throughout this podcast will be speaking to the super pink full moon in Scorpio on the 26th and Pluto stationing retrograde in Capricorn on the 27th. So April 14th, Venus entered Taurus. And so Venus is at home in Taurus because Venus is the ruler of Taurus. So we shifted from that Aries energy, very fiery and direct, action-oriented to Taurus, which is a little more slow moving and connecting with self-nurturance, receptivity, and self-love. So this is one of the signs where the goddess of beauty and love is naturally harmonious and it can guide us to redirect our path of energy and focus on ourselves and our inner world. With Venus and Taurus, we are encouraged to reconsider our values and to reflect on the foundation of our sense of self-worth, 
our relationship with pleasure and also abundance. So this transit can influence us to reconnect with our senses and also our physical body and to also embody deeper levels of self-trust and self-reliance. And I would say that those are definitely the aspects that I connect with Taurus is trust and reliance and stability. It's that earthy energy that feels grounded, I would say. I feel like much of the Taurus energies that I know have that very down-to-earth energy that feels safe and assuring to be around. So if you have experienced any of that influential energy with Venus and Taurus, I'd love to hear about your reflection on that and how it resonates with you. Venus is still in Taurus right now, and on April 19th, the Sun and Mercury also enter Taurus. So as I speak now, we are in Taurus season. Of course, whatever time that you're listening to this, there is still that influential energy and reflection. So this is fixed Earth energy, and it is most prominent right now as we have the Sun and Mercury and Venus and Taurus. Taurus season influences us to slow down and to consolidate what we began when the Sun journeyed through Aries, which is the energy of action and initiation. So during this season, we are influenced to kind of slow down and reflect on the projects and things that we had initiated and started in that, you know, fiery energy of Aries. So Taurus is all about grounding and stabilizing, connecting with our center with a strengthened awareness of our personal talents, our values, and our resources. So Venus also correlates with those aspects of our personal talents and skills, our values, and our resources. So this energy can also enhance our need for stability and security. The influence of Uranus will add a bit of a flair with accelerating our individuation journey and making sure that we don't get too comfortable. Uranus is the sign of disruption and sudden change. So really any planet or any energy that comes into that contact with Uranus will experience somewhat of a disruption or sudden change. All right, and now delving into April 23rd, which is a few days from now, Mars will be entering Cancer. And as of now and the past two months, Mars has been in, in Gemini, just chatty and direct, craving movement and mental stimulation. Mars and Cancer works in a more direct or a more indirect and cautious way. Energy levels may be more changeable and our vitality will have a direct correlation with both the lunar phases and our emotional state. 
So being that Cancer is ruled by the moon, we'll have a little bit more of an influence on our emotions and it perhaps will be somewhat more changeable for us as it's in this Mars energy of action and initiation. So during this time, it can also generate conditions of safety and security in which we can thrive and flourish. And our emotions can become fuel for our actions. So that's that Mars and Cancer relationship is our emotions become fuel for our actions, being more emotionally involved in what we are doing in that sense, and also supporting us and the opportunities to elaborate, process, and express our emotions through activities that involve the physical body. So in a way, this Mars and Cancer energy is bringing us the support to elaborate, process, express our emotions in a more physical way. And I know for some people, and for the masculine, just to connect this with the topic of what I touched down on before earlier in this podcast is that I feel that there is somewhat of a block for the masculine and expressing their emotions. And of course, you know, this can go for anyone or whatever you choose to identify with. Um, but I'm directly and specifically speaking to that embodiment of that energy. And so this is a very supportive time for that to feel supported to express and process your emotions um, in a way that is more expressive and more well-received by others as well. And with, um, I believe Mercury is in Taurus right now. Yeah. So also speaking to that, you know, feeling physically supported and expressing your emotions and having the planet of communication in a sign that is also connected to the senses. So this is a very sensual time to be expressing ourselves. So we are supported at this time to be delving deeper into that, into how we connect and relate with our senses and our emotional self and also that with others. All right, and so now I am going to delve into this April 26th super pink full moon in Scorpio, which I am super excited for this. My sun is in Scorpio. I have Mercury influenced by Scorpio in my chart as well, and also Chiron. So I definitely resonate with the Scorpion energy. And I was looking forward to the moon being in Scorpio because I feel very naturally attuned to my emotions. And so it feels very, very natural for me to go deep and to lean into that depth and intensity of whatever occurs. And Scorpio is ruled by Pluto and Mars. And Pluto is the planet of destruction and death and transformation and of course, Mars with energy and initiation and action. 
So much of that energy of transformation and destruction and death, and it's not always in the sense of it being like a bad thing, because to me, transformation and the alchemizing of energy is so potent and so powerful. And that's why I really look forward to full moons and Scorpio especially is because it's such a potent influence to really go deeper into introspection and deep thinking and alchemize that. I think I'm just really intrigued by alchemy in itself. Um, it's such a powerful process of rejuvenation and transmutation within ourself of like this self-sustaining, self-rejuvenating human self that we are. So this is the first of two supermoons this year. And what makes it a supermoon is that they are said to be bigger and brighter than the average full moon. And that is due to the fact that the full moon coincides with the moon's closest point of orbit to Earth, which is also known as the perigee. So pretty much what makes it like a, a supermoon is that it's closer to the Earth. So it appears brighter and fuller, and which means it's even more potent and influential to us here on Earth. And the theme of this full moon in Scorpio is introspection and deep thinking. So this is an intense cycle for inner growth and also brings light to the issues that we have with trust, control, and power, psychological death, and rebirth, as well as regeneration. So like I mentioned, Pluto, as well as that scorpion energy, rules the process of evolution and transformation. And these archetypes are connected with the psychological death, rebirth, and regeneration. And I know this may sound intimidating to some people, <laughs> and I feel like it can be if you're, you know, you're not like ready, open, and willing to face those aspects within yourself that, you know, you may struggle with around trust, control, and power. I know that that's all active within all of us. We all have some issues that we're working through. And I feel like a lot of those issues tend to be around trust, control, and power because, you know, that's actually very active in our world right now. So it's valid and present for us to shine the light on so that we can alchemize that energy and transmute it into something that is much more serving and uplifting for us in that sense. And I would say empowering, not so, not so much um, like wanting to control power, but empowerment from that inner place. It's very very healing, I would say. So this full moon is encouraging us to let go of resistance to change and to be open to continuously transform. And that's that scorpion energy is change and 
this constant flow of transformation. Like I feel, I feel like a new person every single day. <laughs> so that's kind of what it feels like to have <laughs> your son influenced by Scorpio. It's, the sun is the ego, the personality. I like to think of it as kind of like our baseline personality energy i would say we're all kind of just like our our energetic body in a sense so i definitely resonate with that scorpion energy and i'm really looking forward to this so that leads me into april 27th when pluto stations retrograde in capricorn so I know there's a lot of just controversy, I guess, around like retrogrades, especially with like Mercury retrograde, which I mean, that's a whole nother thing within itself. Um, but Pluto retrograde isn't necessarily like a, a bad thing. I mean, it, it can be very transformative if we're open to the process and to the energy that it brings. So the past few months, all of the planets have been in direct motion. And Pluto then will go retrograde into Capricorn. And this invites us to reassess, reflect, and go deeper into self-analysis. And Capricorn is that earthy energy of structure and order and self-analysis as well too i feel like capricorn is that um hard-working energy it's connected with the planet of saturn and saturn is very much that like fatherly energy of like structure and discipline and order and also like our government too so when pluto turns retrograde our focus internalizes and our self-analysis deepens as Pluto is the planet of transformation and it's moving through Capricorn, it's very much transformation of our inner power and strength. And we can now carefully examine our motivation, intentions, and desires with that. So Pluto will be in retrograde until October. So we have several months of this reflection and self-analysis period, so there's no rush into this reflection process. It's you know meant to be taken at whatever pace feels in flow for you, whatever feels right for you at this time. Everyone is on their own path, their own journey, and that's the beauty. And divinity within that is that we're all we're all here as humans experiencing this reality in different and unique ways, which is so interesting to think about. And each day we're always doing our best that we can with what we have and from where we are. And that's always good enough. So until October, this would be challenging our existing limitations and through deeper self-confrontation so aside from 
any of the archetypes or perceptions or stigmas around retrogrades or Capricorn energy. This is a really beautiful transit and time for us to get clear on the aspects of ourselves that help us to reconnect with our own inner power and strength and to also cultivate deeper motivations and intentions and desires that can fuel us forward through this year. Um, it feels really supportive and I feel like we're ready for this. I feel like we're ready to go through this deeper process of self-analysis, you know, as we've gone through, you know, pretty much all of 2020 and also that self-quarantine of that inner reflection and space of self-analysis. So this is a very supportive time, much more supportive. So that's what I have to share for April. Um, we're finishing out on a very potent and empowering energy with the Scorpio full moon and also Pluto going retrograde in Capricorn. <sighs> yeah, so I feel complete with what I have to share. And I encourage you to, especially during this retrograde period, to have a journal and reflect on what is coming up for you and what's alive for you, um, reassessing the aspects of motivation, intentions, desires, and connecting with your own inner power and strength, and allowing that energy to carry with you and through all that you do, and know that where you are is perfect and everything that you do is good enough. So I hope this serves you and is well received by you. And I look forward to sharing more cosmic connections and awareness with you all and much love. And I will chat with you in the next podcast.